So we're really talking now in a modern world about keeping everything up and running. Everything is so reliant now on the underlying connection coming into the business, so the internet connection or other connection coming in. So you need to be mindful that that keeps the phones ringing, that keeps the FPOS going, that keeps the emails and the virtual faxes coming in, and it really keeps sports those line of business applications coming in. Hi, I'm Rob Vernon, CEO of Tasmanet, and you're listening to the Pharmacy Business and Career Network podcast. Welcome to the Pharmacy Business and Career Network podcast, brought to you by the Pharmacy Guild of Australia. Focusing on pharmacy management and ownership, the PBCN podcast supports the improvement and growth of your business performance with insights and advice from a range of industry professionals. The PBCN podcast, supporting your journey every step of the way. Digital enablement for community pharmacy is all about integrating the knowledge and expertise of pharmacy into the wider health network. Emerging technologies like electronic prescribing and telehealth represent an amazing opportunity for pharmacies to enhance patient service and professional collaboration. As our society continues to digitise, community pharmacy must keep up to continue offering personalised health solutions and move beyond reliance on medicine supply. But where is the starting point for going digital? How can a business begin laying the foundations that will help them adopt these technologies? Today, we're joined by Rob Vernon, CEO of Tasmanet, to discuss some of the strategies community pharmacies can use to prepare for the digital move. Rob joined Tasmanet in 2018 after co-founding his own company. Following a successful 2020 of both product delivery and enhancing the company's customer service strategy, Rob took the reins as CEO, committing to delivering industry-leading security, service delivery and support for businesses across Australia. Here's Rob. Hi, Rob. Thanks for joining us today on the show. Now, there's certainly a need for community pharmacies to evolve digitally, and this is something that we've discussed on the podcast quite a bit over the last couple of years, and I'm keen to dive in and unpack some of the advice that you have for us today around how digitally enabling the community pharmacy can open up so many opportunities around customer service and business performance, starting from scratch. How do pharmacies need to be thinking about the right connectivity to enable and support digital services in their business? So we're really talking now in a modern world about keeping everything up and running. Everything is so reliant now on the the underlying connection coming into the business, so the internet connection or other connection coming in. So you you need to be mindful that that keeps the phones ringing, that keeps the FPOS going, that keeps the emails and the virtual faxes coming in. And it really keeps, you know, it supports those line of business applications coming in. So that's that's keeping everything up and running as far as operating business or operating pharmacy today. But we're also then talking about enabling the digital channels and modern channels. You know, what is telehealth? What are the receipt of e-prescriptions and e-commerce and enabling a two-way conversation by text or video um, with, with your customers? So when we're talking about connectivity, that's what we're talking about. And those are the things that we're trying to support. So... What have we got at play in order to do that? Uh, and in Australia, on the back of, I guess, the rollout of the, the MBN, um, we've got that reaching out across the country. But what pharmacy owners and, and business owners in general should be mindful of is, is my is my connection fit for purpose? Is it resilient? Um, if, if one part of it fails, can it fall over to another part? So what I'm talking about there is if the underlying connection fails, do I have a, a redundant connection possibly via 4G or other technology, and can that fail over um, immediately? 
from a business grade point of view, you know, have I got a business grade service so that, you know, as the the kids in the in the local neighbourhood get home from school at three pm, my business grade connection isn't isn't going to suffer a performance here because all the kids are at home uh, on Netflix. So, those are the things that business owners particularly need to be mindful of. Um, many of the much of the country is um, you know still getting used to the NBN, um, and and Tasmanet as a business have pop, put together a, um, a technology survival guide specifically for pharmacies, and that's something that uh, I think we'll speak through to today, uh, and we'd like to see um, you know pharmacy owners read uh, on the back of this podcast. And no doubt that guide has got lots of fantastic technologies, That the types of technologies that we've seen emerge over the last couple of years. And it's an exciting time to see community pharmacies evolving with the support of some of those new platforms. And you mentioned telehealth a minute ago. That's one of the more significant technologies we've seen in the health sector lately. For our listeners who might be keen to explore this area. Can you give us a little bit of a rundown on what telehealth is and and what it takes digitally to implement telehealth into a pharmacy? Telehealth for me is is really just a way for the business to open up a channel from which people can engage with you as a business. Now, in in the health contacts, you know, that's reaching out and and being able to, you know, meet face to face or other and, and provide some diagnosis and some feedback um, that you would traditionally be able to do. Um, but really, you know, if we take it back to what it actually is, you know, it's it's using some of the modern and existing communication channels that already exist. So I mean, we've had some great wins with some uh, pharmacy customers of ours, just you know, just bringing them up to speed with you know what's a virtual PBX and what can virtual fax do for their businesses. Now, these are not new technologies by any stretch of the imagination, but there is a lot more flexibility that these businesses can have by having a centralised phone system, having a virtual fax infrastructure that you know helps with logging and, and recalling of information and, and, and passing on that information into into various and disparate systems. So that's that's sort of speaking about where we've been able to take um, you know pharmacy customer of ours to date. Talking about COVID and, and really the acceleration of I guess what's been the, the video technologies and the face to face technologies. You know, I'm talking about Zoom, uh, Microsoft Teams, which is part of Office 365, Google Hangouts, even SMS. I mean, these are these are more modern communication um, channels that really enable both voice, video, but chat. I mean, one of the things that we're seeing as well is that particularly in in, in a younger demographic, they don't mind if they're the the communication is a bit more asynchronous, you know, just because, you know, I'm think of SMS, you know, I ask a question, the response doesn't have to be immediate. You know, I'm happy to wait a little bit of time to get something back. It depends what, what we're talking about, but that's what we're really seeing opening up. Um, but yeah, I mean, the, the go-to technologies that we're seeing uh, all businesses actively adopt at the moment is Zoom, Microsoft Teams, because it's part of Office 365, where you're already buying, you know, Word and Excel and those those programs that you're already uh, familiar with, and, and no doubt are a part of all all business um, practices. But Microsoft Teams, in particular, comes with Office 365. It's free. Uh, it's very very easy to adopt as as such. I'm interested in those comments around SMS because pharmacists are first and foremost clinical professionals. The number one priority is patient care and Utilising technology to leverage this service is obviously an important and growing area. Are you able to speak about some of the ways in which pharmacists can use technology to understand their patients better and what can they do with that information to enhance patient care? 
for us, it's all about how and where the pharmacies capture customer data. And, you know, are they capturing it in, in one system over here and are they capturing it in Excel over there? And, and how are they centralising that customer data? And once that customer data is centralised, what can it actually tell you about it? You know, if I come into the, the store, you know, you've got a patient record system and you've, you've got a sense of uh, my history as a patient, but is the information within that system related so that you know that my wife and and has come into the store or my children and and what are our what are our habits and what 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 is the um, pharmacist actually able to um, tell me about in a proactive sense you know what 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 offers or what um, remedies might uh, might be there that um, you know might flag up because I've I've demonstrated a particular um, you know allergy or, or other um, the systems at play in order to you know be able to proactively you know flag that you know this might be something that is relevant to me as a customer um, but but speaking more in terms of I guess from, from a, a sales enablement point of view you know how can I actually then use the information about the customers to go out and proactively market um, you know the pharmacy's goods or services out to those those regular customers. Well, this year has certainly been a reminder of just how quickly our circumstances can change. We touched on the importance of having a business continuity plan in episode 43, preparing for COVID-19. And I'm sure you'll agree that it's just as an important development with digital continuity and, and a protection plan. Well, given how important patient and customer data is becoming for modern businesses, what are some of the options that pharmacies have to protect that digital information? The key word there is is business continuity. You know, how can your business continue to operate in the event of the the unforeseeable or the you know the really extreme circumstance? So, purely talking digital, and this you know, there's nothing new in what I'm about to say here. Is, yeah, backup of data um, is is critical. So, I mean, from we talk about a, a backup, a three two one rule. So, for you for your backup, your customer information, um, have three copies of that data. Store it on two different types of media. Now, by media, you know, USB uh, drive or a, a, a um, you know, a hard drive or tape. Um, tape is still a very effective form of uh, storing large media because it provides a bit of an air gap. You you can actually pick the thing up and then tape it off site. If we're talking a little more, little bit more modern, uh, you know, the three two one rule: take three copies of your data, store it uh, on a on a NAS. Some or a you know, hard drive locally within the pharmacy, but then store it in the cloud, and that gives you that the the, the rule around make sure that your data is heading off site. That speaks to you know what we open with around having an effective um, communications pathway, um, so that you know the, there is no um, penalty, and you've got some resiliency in in your service to be able to back up your data to an off site location. That just means in the event of the unforeseeable. Um, yeah, you're able to recover that information from multiple sources. Um, in addition to that, um, when we talk about the infrastructure that you know modern businesses and pharmacies rely on to run their you know line of business applications, it's well, where where is that infrastructure? Where is that server infrastructure or other? Um, and what happens in the event that you know your pharmacy is on offline or unable to open? Um, and, and you know if we speak specifically around COVID now. Um, you know, where are your systems of record kept? Is it in the server in the back office? Well, what happens if you or your IT support team actually can't come into the office? Um, does it make sense to have some of that infrastructure in a in a local data centre? Does it make sense to use private or public cloud offerings so that you know all of that infrastructure is virtualized 
um, and you know, you there is indeed no no real reason why you can't get to that infrastructure from everywhere. Um, so it comes down to you know where does that infrastructure sit and who is supporting your pharmacies? Um, you know, do you have a managed service provider um, or is it one of the staff's IT literate son or daughter? All of these questions come back to well, who can who can support my business uh, at a time when uh, when yeah you know, it might be difficult to get there. Some great points about infrastructure there, but we can't talk about all of this without talking about security. And security is obviously a huge concern when it comes to taking a business into the digital world. And we're all aware of the impacts that security breaches can have on companies. As part of the healthcare sector, strong digital security is so vital in maintaining the privacy of data and trust that patients place in the profession. Are you able to give us an idea on the specific security threats that pharmacies face and what they might look like? Unfortunately, you know, pharmacies as a holder of private and sensitive information do become a target. That They're storing very, very private and sensitive information uh, about their customers. They dispense controlled substances and as such, they're prone to digital attack. Um, and, and, you know, we've, we've been aware of a number of digital breach and, and social engineering style attacks on pharmacies. So social engineering is like the, the psychological manipulation of people into performing actions or divulging confidential information. So, you know, that that is something that I'm sure pharmacies face on a daily basis where, you know, someone is calling up and, and may have uh, some malicious intent and they're trying to impersonate, um, you know, a customer or a relative or a customer. That could be an example or, um, you know, they're, they're, they're calling up and they're speaking to one uh, employee and then they're calling back and pulling a bit more information out of another. And, um, yeah, this is very, very common um, sort of uh, malicious attacks on on. Um, businesses that don't necessarily have a have a digital angle. Um, what we see working well, and, and you know, our staff go through this as well, is you know we take them through an education program of those key things to look out for, uh, and and it does change on a on a on a business by business basis. But programs do exist, and you can get help to, um, I guess, educate your staff in in how to handle those types of threats, or at least you know be mindful of the fact that they can occur. From a from a digital or cyber security point of view, it, it really um, should be front and centre for all business owners, as pharmacies included. Um, it it needs to be part of the conversation that you're having in terms of you know th- those connection services that we opened up with. Um, how are you protecting uh, that, and and how are you um, putting things in place that mitigate um, the various attack vectors that that any digital business has. When we think about digital enablement in community pharmacy, we're usually thinking about computers and databases and maybe even dispensing robots, but it's important to understand that achieving a strong digital framework can promote opportunities for the physical store environment as well. In the COVID-19 world, how can emerging technologies assist pharmacies in providing a safe, socially distant in-store experience for patients? I think we need to think about this in terms of what are pharmacies need to do to sort of enable in-store technologies. Many pharmacies already have you know, public kiosks or information points, but you know what's that back-end infrastructure that needs going to support that? And I'm probably thinking about you know uh, Wi-Fi throughout the throughout the the premise, so that you know the various systems or kiosks or promotional stands, uh, product information stands, you know, have got a, have got access to a robust network. Um, but in terms of Wi-Fi, I mean, there's a couple of different other ways to think about that as well in terms of public or customer Wi-Fi. 
and this is where in a COVID world we can sort of start using some of the some of the features of that technology that aren't necessarily very headline in that you can actually with Wi-Fi track the movement of customers through the store or you can um, pick up that you've got repeat customers because you can tell that a particular phone has come into the business a couple of times and you can push promotional content to that. Um, you've then got use cases around in, in the COVID-19 world where um, we want to track number of customers in, in a premise and enforce that they're um, particular distance away from each other. So there's there's sort of Internet of Things use cases that you can now do in stores to sort of track or heat map customers uh, throughout the premise in you know, flagging that uh, they're not getting too close to each other and you know put a headline, you know, there's this number of people in the store and, yes, they are appropriately distanced. Being able to report on that uh, and identify, I guess, pinch points in, in, in store um, that, that might not be otherwise obvious. Um, so we're really seeing some some really interesting and exciting technology opening up in that space. That sounds very exciting. It's been a fantastic chat, Rob. If people want to get in touch with you and find out more about how Tasmanet can help or continue the conversation with you, what can they do? So the easiest way is to uh, is to look us up on the website. So it's tasmanet.com.au. Uh, reach out to us on, on any number of social media channels, um, LinkedIn, Facebook, uh, it's all there. If you come to our website, you can have a chat with, uh, I think, Chantel uh, is on the website at the moment and, you, you know, you can speak directly with her back and forth. Uh, any any uh, media channel, we're open to having a conversation with. Outstanding. Rob Vernon, CEO of Tasmanet, thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing your advice and your insights into digital enablement in pharmacies. Thanks. Appreciate your time. The Guild is also committed to supporting the industry's transition to a digital environment. This episode commences a series on digital enablement in community pharmacy, focusing on digital foundations, cybersecurity and more. Members also have access to the Guild Digital Health Hub, designed to support members in accessing authoritative information and guidance on community pharmacy-related digital health initiatives and opportunities. Simply visit guild.org.au to find out more. All over Australia, Tasmanet is proud to enable businesses to achieve better better health, education and investment outcomes, better connected teams in cities and rural towns, better, faster cloud-based solutions and better security to protect your network against unknown threats. Tasmanet partners with NBN to deliver super high-speed business NBN enterprise Ethernet dedicated fibre and business internet. Whatever your business goals, Tasmanet can help and at a better price. Why? They keep things simple. They are a no-fuss, solutions-driven business MBN partner that knows how to advocate for you to get the best-performing network. Tasmanet's expert team provides unparalleled service and support and a range of best-in-class technology solutions. Tasmanet is national, nimble, and ready to enable your business. Visit tasmanet.com.au to find out more. I've been your host, Daniel Oyston, and you've been listening to Episode 58 of the PBCN Podcast. The PBCN Podcast, supporting your journey every step of the way. For more resources, to access support or advice, or to view this episode's show notes, visit guild.org.au.